Welcome back to another episode of the Gangster Rap Odyssey. I am your OG host, Megatron, here. Today, we got Daz Dillinger, Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back. Uh, this is going to be a review on what I think about the album. I'm going to get the top five tracks, my favorite top five, and then just give you my thoughts on it, you know? So, you know, before this record, I remember thinking um, that it had to be dope. Like, I was hanging out with my homies at a party, and we were just, like, drinking brews and talking about it. And if I could channel myself back then, the spot that I was in was thinking that what Daz did on Gang Related, he's going to do here. He's going to make some dope-ass beats. It's going to be a classic. It has to be. You know, Daz was on a roll at this point, probably in top of his game, and the things he was doing on Death Row were already legendary. So Daz made incredible beats on that West Coast um not just on death row but he had a track on like mc8's record and i'm not sure where else he was making beats but daz was better with beats than he was with his rhymes you know let's just get that out of the way that's no disrespect to him by any means but he'd elevated his skills his beat making skills to some top tier shit so early in his career it's crazy it's, it's crazy you know it might even have felt a little low key, you know, as much as we understood later, Daz was behind a lot of beats that we thought that uh, Dr. Dre had done or others had done. Um, Daz had his fingerprints all over Death Row and all over a bunch of classic tracks. Either way, we were hyped for this record. And so we have to ask ourselves one thing. Did this live up to the hype? Um, how does it rank among Death Row's library? And how does it stack against Daz's library his own solo library you know stay tuned and let's dive in talk about retaliation revenge and get back all right so let's go back man 1998 and hip-hop is on fire the east was dropping method man rizot dmx and so on no Limit is running the South, and we're getting another Pac album somehow. Uh, you know, the West Coast had Ice Cube's War and Peace Volume 1. It had Exhibit, 40 Days and 40 Nights. But let's be honest, man. It seemed a little skinny for the West Coast, you know? The West Coast gangsta rap scene, man. We were just starving for some more Death Row. It wasn't until June of 97, after Doggy or Dogfather came out, which was like in 96, that we got the Lady of Rage. And then finally, a year later, like March 98, this drops, Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back. So you can see that there's this drought. And if I had to be honest, I'd say that the whole West Coast was in a drought at that point. Um, we were getting some, some shit here and there, you know, but nothing was setting the West on fire, man. So was this album worth the wait, man? You know, you bet your ass it was, man. And what was obvious is that Daz was hungry for it. He surrounded himself with some of the best talents that the West has, new upcomers and legends. And looking at the track list of this record, you might think it's too many features. But what I really think happened is that it gave Daz time to show off like his production talents, you know, his ear, his solid ear for, for good rappers and music. And, uh, you know, he had some easy layups here, like adding Corrupt, Sure, and Snoop and Nate. But he went in deep, too, man. He went in deep. He got MC8. And tell you the truth, man, 8's been fire ever since, man. It's crazy. He went out and grabbed Be Legit. 
who I recall the Source magazine saying that he actually sounds good on this uh, record. Um, and speaking of the Source, I think they gave this four mics. Was it four, four and a half or four? I could be wrong, man. If you guys know, let me know in the comments what they actually gave it. But I thought I remember seeing it was a four. You know, there's some dope tracks on here that have like some OGs like Dub C, of course, and... But he brings in a lot of uh, upcomers, technique, little C style, um, badass back then. You know, so many topics on this CD, man, from child support to God. It it goes over a lot of pain that normal human beings have, which makes it crazy now. So let's talk about this, man. Let's get into this gangsta shit here. That record cover, though, it is so cool, man. I had no idea that he... Kind of took it from Marvin Gaye, uh, that record called In Our Lifetime. I saw that record cover way after I saw Daz's record cover, and it blew me away. It's so crazy. I love the way it came out, though. It's a good play on it. Props to Daz for picking some dope artwork on here. Probably Daz's best artwork for a record album since. Um, if you had the CD, you know that he had some, it was a great uh, product, you know, Dope pictures inside the CD uh, sleeve in the back, you know, and uh, the CD was blue with the DPG paw on there with DAZ. It was cool, man. All in all, I thought this was going to be a dope CD when I opened it up, actually, and I was like, okay, this is quality. Let's see what we got, man. So, you know, let's go off with the first track here, man. The first track, it starts off with like this intro. It's kind of an intro, you know? It's kind of an intro. But then it finally gets into that banging beat, man. It's like this slow beat. Dun, 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 dun. And Corrupt gets it started, man. You know, gang banging ass criminal, man. The album starter. It's, it had that sneaky intro, but man, Daz comes in and badass and tradee technique, you know? Damn. It's a laid back track, yeah, but it's a perfect way to start off what's going to be a classic record. And we know this, man. We know this because we go into track number two. It's going down. This is some of the dopest shit Daz ever dropped. And this is what we expected after his gang related classic. You know, the classic tracks that he produced on there, that's the fire we wanted. And Daz delivered it, man. Prince Idol Joe, man, was he underused or what? He was perfect on these tracks. Anything he touched seemed to be classic, man. I love that guy. And that brings us to, like, our Daily Bread, another gangsta-ass track on steroids. You know, what Daz was doing here seemed so effortless at the time. And only later now, as the years passed, do we get to appreciate it and wish that he would have done more, more albums like this. You know, we have a Doggy Style and uh, Nas's Illmatic, and this is Daz's, you know, his... Out his first project that we always want these some of these rappers to go back to you know their first was their best and the same goes for Daz you know his gangsta ass track here though I got to talk about oh no man that beat is just banging you know it gets you hyped like we ready for war and Trey D here though I hardly even appreciated him back in the day I just kind of thought he was like this filler MC, you know, this filler rapper or whatever. Man, I didn't know that he was going to become a legend, man. The guy is just a legend now. And 
I love his flow on here, man. He's so gangster the way he raps, you know. I love the gunshots in the back, man. Brings back that that Wild West sound uh, that I didn't even know I needed again, man. And mm, I love it, man. There's just, I mean, there's nothing mind-blowing about, like, this record or, I mean, this track, but this is just a classic song. And Daz was never even, like, kinged as, like, a great lyricist by any means, but he could flow. And he does it on this track for sure, man. I just love his flow on here, man. Like, you could just listen to this track all day long. He's flowing with it. Everything about it was just perfect. It was so on point. Trey D, he steals the show, though. I love what he raps on here, his flow. This upcomer back then, you know. Man, it's just an iconic track. It's one of those iconic West Coast gangster tracks. And you'll find some of the most gangster-ass West Coast tracks ever on this CD. But let's talk about some of the lighter tracks, all right? How about that California anthem? In California. You know, Daz is flat out the best at these upbeat Cali tracks, you know? But who else can make you proud to be from California without even being from California? Daz, that's who. It's very cool. It's a solo track, but he does bring in Val Young for that classic West Coast sound. You know, she just brings this track to another level of dopeness. You know, she like, mm, she's got some talent, man. She's so dope. Uh, another lighter track, I guess you can call it, is uh, the OG track, that classic with Nate Dogg and Snoop. You know, Snoop leaves with an unforgettable verse. Just so awesome, you know, just talking about that childhood. And Nate Dogg, man, I tell you, what? why can't every Nate Dogg track use Nate Dogg like this, man? Like, he switches it up, kind of raps a little bit, and just sings his ass off. Like, everything is so perfect about this track. The beat, the hook, the rhymes, the storytelling, just awesome. Then finally, at the end of the album, everybody kind of gets religious, you know, thank God for my life, brings it all back after this big old gangster ride and other topics that just make you understand that, you know, Daz and these dudes, they're just normal human beings with the same struggles that normal people have, you know. And uh, you bring it back with uh, with religion. No matter what, no matter how rich you are, how gangster you are, it seems like God's always in the back there, right? God's always in the back, you know. And also, like, Baby Mama Drama. Who loves that song, man? It's just so awesome to be able to step in the shoes of a person who has... Real baby mama drama. Doesn't matter where you come from, what color you are, you can relate to that if you got that baby mama drama. I don't even have that drama, but listening to it, man, mm, I feel you, man. Uh, he just pulls out those heartstrings from a man's point of view. You got to love it, man. If this song came out in 2023, I wonder if it would have got more attention, you know? It's crazy. I love it, though. I just love it. What he does here, though, he does real good. Some of the most iconic gangster tracks are on this album alone. You know, for Daz, this was the record that we all wanted him to do again. We all wanted him to reach that, that pinnacle of dopeness. And I don't know if he ever really did. He does have, like, chunks of albums here and there. Like, if you put them together, maybe. I mean, of course, you know, because he's got so many dope tracks and albums. But there's just something different about this one. The album for sure is an A. I scored an A. There's just a track here and there that fall flat for me. Um, I'll just call them out. Like uh, 
only for you and it might sound crazy a little bit too lovey-dovey for me but for the most part daz knows how to read the room and he knows that we want that gangster shit uh he has the skills here he did it even if his lyrics are probably forgettable you know for the most part but they're not offensive at least like nobody's saying fucking daz should get off the mic you know he's dope he's dope but it's his beats that really make him a legend. You know, he more than makes up the lack of, uh, I guess you could say, the lyrical, you know, acrobats and whatever by bringing in these featured artists, you know, and making something that's more like The Chronic than something, than, than a solo record. It made for a real fucking dope record. And listening to this record in 2023, I got to tell you, man, I got to tell you, it hits different. It hits different now. It's still fucking dope. It stands the test of time. But what I'm talking about is all the rappers that left us that are on this record. Nate Dogg, Tupac, Badass, Hussein Fatal, Prince Idol Joe. You know, rest in peace to these guys. It gives me chills, man. It's like a you open up or you listen to this record and it's like a history lesson or something or just like this Hall of Fame of rappers that back then we didn't even know what we were staring at or listening to, man. It was dope, kiddos. It was fucking dope. The record is a personal favorite for me. I consider it one of Death Row's best. I'd say it's like in the top four, five. I don't know, man. I have a hard time putting it past Tupac's All Eyes on Me. And I know I can't put it past Chronic and Doggy Style. That's where it's at for me. You let me know where it's at for you in the comments. But for the whole year of 1998, it's probably the best record of the year in 98. And there were a lot of dope records to come out. Um, I don't know. What, what do we have in 98? Ruthless for Life. Uh, maybe Devin the Dude, too. And I love those records. But I think this one edges them out, man. Now, when it comes to Daz's, comparing it to the rest of Daz's records, like I said, man, I don't think he ever did this again, even though I wish he did. I got to say this is Daz's best record, best record that Daz made. Take it for what you want. That's my opinion. Best Daz record, Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back. It's an A, man. It's an A. So now let's go over the top five songs. These are my favorite songs from uh, five to one, all right? This was not an easy list to make, but here we go, man. Number five, OG, featuring Snoop and Nate Dogg. I love it, man. The storytelling. Nate is all over this track, man. It's a dope-ass track. It's got a got some cool lyrics in there talking about growing up and shit, you know. Daz, Snoop, they're cousins, so it, it also hits a little different there. I love this song, man. The production is just sweet. Number four, In California, featuring Val Young. This is a California anthem. How can you not bump this track, man, and just be like, fuck yeah, you know. Everybody's got to be bobbing their head to this, you know. One of the best California anthems, and Daz is great at making these type of tracks. I got to give it up. California. In California. Number three, Baby Mama Drama featuring Big C Style and Lil C Style. Like I said, man, this song connects to the average man. Doesn't matter your color or what. If you got Baby Mama Drama, this song is for you. And if you don't, I almost feel like you know what it's like after listening to this song. It just hits hard, man. It hits, it's dope, and the beat is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal fucking beat, man. 
Number two, it's going down featuring Corrupt and Prince Idol Joe. Some of the most phenomenal gangsta shit right here on It's Going Down, man. I love the way that this track bumps. You know, Daz was like a maniac genius with that bass, whatever you want to call it. The guy had orchestrated some gangsta shit right here, man, for the ages. And number one, we got to give it to Oh No featuring Trey D and J Money. Just starts off, man. Oh No. Man, you want to ride when you're listening to this song. It gets you hyped. You're hella hyped. Trey D comes up with some of the dopest shit I've ever heard on this track. Trey D on Death Row, man. He had some bangers, man. I love it. And Daz mm, knew how to use it, knew how to bring in the gangsters. I tell you, man, they don't make records like this anymore. I love it. But oh no, that's track number one, The Crown Jewel Baby. Overall, I give this record an A. I love this record. I think it's Daz's best record. Top four record on Death Row. Probably the best record of 1998. And if you like gangsta rap, you got to get this record. That's all I got, man. If you like the show, hit subscribe. If you're watching on the YouTube, check out all of our shit too on uh, throwback88.com. Got a SoundCloud, the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever. And uh, yeah, you hit up the link and you'll see all of our uh, channels there. All of my channels, I should say. But uh, let me know what you think. Hit me up in the comments, man. Do you agree? Is this a classic record? Is it his best? You let me know, man. This is the OG Megatron and I'm out. Peace.